your host, Nikki, and this is the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast, where I share tips, stories, and answer your questions on all things travel related. After traveling to 40 plus countries and counting, I can't wait to show you how simple it can be for you to travel the world. So stick around and enjoy the show. Hey, Red Chuck Chronicles family. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully everybody had a good week. I'm coming back fresh off a nice vacation. Well-deserved, well-needed. Definitely enjoyed myself. Was definitely relaxing. It was everything that I needed and more. And I need another vacation. You ever feel like that? You ever feel like you need a vacation from your vacation? And I don't need a vacation for my vacation this time around so much so because I was doing a lot and it was so exhausting. It was really more so I wasn't ready to come back and I want to go back again sooner rather than later. So we'll see what happens with that. But it was definitely nice. I mean, it was it was not a caribbean beach the water was definitely not warm at all by any means it was pretty cold but just listening to the waves crash just enjoying the peace and tranquility of being able to see the sunrise over the water was more than enough for what i needed at the moment so this week thank you again for joining me for another episode this week We're going to dive into episode seven, where I'm going to talk about travel basics. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, what you should know before you go, right? So I want to get into a couple of tips that I have for you. Nothing major. I'll probably be doing a couple of these types of episodes, um, just breaking down some tips, right? Some tips on what maybe you should be thinking about as you begin to travel, as the world begins to open back up. And some people never really stop traveling, right? Uh, those people who are very pretty adventurous and if if the border was open and they were able to go, there have been people who have been flying and getting on flights and traveling and taking trips throughout the pandemic. And that's, that's great if that's your pleasure. But um, as people get a little bit more comfortable with it and start traveling a little bit more frequently. I just wanted to give you some some know before you go tips. The first tip I wanted to talk about really was getting travel insurance. I think I touched on this a little bit in one of the previous episodes, or at least I, I might've briefly mentioned it. But travel insurance is something that you can have on your credit card. If you book through that, if you book a flight, you can get your flight insured. Sometimes you can get your hotel, your trip insured. But when I I say get travel insurance, I'm really talking more in terms of medical as well. And I think that's important. And it's not something that I've done on all of my trips. But I would say the last two or three years of me traveling is when I really started to get into that. And it really was information that I had learned from being in a travel group and them sharing some experiences that people have had, you know, traveling abroad where they've gotten really sick or in some cases maybe were injured somehow either through 
some type of sporting activity or maybe a car accident or whatever the case may be, right? And so, you know, thinking about if you have to be evacuated from the country that you're in or, you know, if you have to have a hospital stay and, you know, the cost associated with that. So that that's what I mean when I'm talking about travel insurance. And it's not expensive, um, as you may think. You can you can get a policy for an individual trip. There's plenty of places out there, or you can get a you know year long annual plan. And that's what I did. I think in 2018 I was going to be traveling quite a bit in terms of many different countries. So I just got a one annual plan. I think maybe it cost me about a hundred dollars for the plan, but I was covered. I had about um, at least three hundred, three hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars worth of coverage from a from a medical perspective in case I had to be hospitalized, evacuated, or anything like that. So that's what I'm talking about when I when I say travel insurance, and that's something that you should definitely look into. And even if you're just going on a small one trip a year. Again, that's something that you can invest in 30, 40, maybe 50 bucks at the most. It's well worth it just from a peace of mind perspective. And just so that you know that you're covered, you get a policy, a policy number and all of that stuff. So you'll have that information with you. You can leave it with friends and family back home so that they have that information available in case they need to be able to provide that to the medical um, facility or anything um, so that is that is the first tip that I wanted to talk about tonight. Let's take a quick pause for the cause. Thanks for listening, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. All I ask is that you take a quick screenshot of your phone, and then you post it to your social media pages, and you hashtag Red Chuck Chronicles, and ask your friends and your families to subscribe and like the show. Thanks for listening to my quick commercial break. Now let's get back into the episode. The next tip that I wanted to get into was in terms of booking your flights, right? So that's a another big one that people sometimes ask or have questions on. There are many, 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 many sites out there where you can um, go to try to get information in terms of flights. Some of the popular ones that are I would say all encompassing in terms of travel packages are like Priceline.com, Expedia.com, Booking.com. And those are those are like the three major ones. Travelocity, I would say those are all ones that I've used in the past to either book, look up flight information, flight deals or book like flight and hotel together or in some instances, mainly domestic. I've utilized it for flights, hotels, and cars in some cases. Um, Actually, I think I've also utilized Expedia to do like uh, travel transport from the hotel or from the airport to the hotel. I think I've even utilized Expedia to look up like tours in country once I've gotten there or before I left to get there. So those are some sites that you can look into when you're thinking about booking a trip. Also, in terms of just flights themselves, I utilize a lot Google Flight. If there's a place that I'm interested in going, I'll go on Google Flights and I'll just try to, you know, gauge what the price is going to be 
um, from my, you know, home airport or airport nearby to the location. And then I'll look. The good thing or cool thing about Google Flights is you can look on there and then you can put the, the destination, your airport that you're traveling from and the destination that you're traveling to. And then you can see pretty much without selecting the dates, but maybe you could just select the month first and you can see what the prices are ranging in. So maybe what's the cheapest time to go from a flight perspective? What's the best flight deal you can get in terms of the cost? So that's an option. Also, another place that I've gone a lot of times and gotten really good deals is Momondo. I think that's how you say it. M-O-M-N-M-O-M-O-N. Do, I believe it is dot com. That's another really good flight deal site. You can uh, they also have an app so you can download the app on your phone, put different places in. You can I think you can also just put like the Caribbean and see different deals that may be out there for different locations in the Caribbean from your particular airport. You could put Europe in so you could kind of put general um, locations in, in terms of continents or countries, and then see which place has the best price or maybe in your price range. I think you can also put price range in terms of flights that you want to catch. So say I'm flying from Boston and I put Boston as my home airport and I want to see a flight, all flights within the, you know, the price range of 300 to $500 it'll show you the different countries that you can fly to. So that's another cool thing about that particular um, app or site. And another one would be, so I said Momondo, I talked about Google Flights. I think Skyscanner is another one that a lot of people use. I've only used it a couple of times. And and I think in, in the case of that, I just use it to try to um, narrow down or gather a little bit more information. But the my go-tos really are Google Flights and Momondo in terms of flight deals. So those are more information or that's some more data in terms of flights. Another good thing about flights is if you can, if you're a frequent traveler, utilizing your points that you may have accumulated from a credit card or miles if you fly a particular airline all the time, you can utilize both of those items from a points or a miles perspective to try to travel for free. I've done that. That's a great resource as well. Also, you know, making sure that you're trying to book your flights two to three months in, a, in advance. And so you can get better deals in that case. Um, I also, if you're on Twitter or certain social media sites, you can follow different, if you Google like, uh, flight deals or if you search for flight deals on those different social media platforms sometimes you'll be able to follow people who just do that for a living like they search for flight deals and they post about them they tweet about them and if you have your notifications turned on sometimes you can find out about those deals and I've I've booked trips based on that as well it's not necessarily a place that I was looking to go maybe I had considered it and a flight deal came up, it popped up in my notifications and I was able to, you know, the timing was able to work out. So I was able to book that flight 
for a decent price, like a really good price. And then I, you know, had a trip for the year or a couple of months out. And I've done that several times where, you know, I booked in November of one year because it was a really good flight deal. And then my trip wasn't until maybe the following year. And that's what happened for my trip for Tokyo. I believe the flight deal hit in November and I booked that flight in November on a Saturday morning and then my trip wasn't until the following February so you know those opportunities present themselves as well if you're connected to those different uh, platforms where you get notifications or sometimes it's emails you can sign up for different sites and they will send out email alerts on different low fare cost options so That's another tip for you in terms of booking flights and trying to be cost effective in your travel. And the last tip that I wanted to talk about tonight is in terms of packing. And this is a big one because mm, I would say when it comes to packing, it's definitely a preference thing. I think over time, my preference has changed. I would say initially in my travels, I probably didn't pack the best. And sometimes I still have that, but I would say now when I have that, it's usually for a short domestic trip and I'm packing at the last minute and I'm just over it. I'm not really thinking about it as much as I would if I was getting on a plane and traveling, you know, six, seven, eight hours or more home away from home I'm a little bit more conscious about what I'm packing and a little bit more thoughtful in that but you know for a little weekend trip if I'm taking a road trip up to uh two hours away or something like that I'm not really concerned about my my packing as much but I will say in the last couple of uh years I have really become team carry on And I know people are like, team carry-on. But yeah, that's definitely a thing. Team carry-on, trying to really just pack a tiny suitcase, if one at all, and a a really, really good, sturdy, roomy backpack. Not a hiker's or camper's backpack that's, you know, pretty large and on your back. I'm talking about, you know, a nice size backpack where... If you really know how to pack, you can you can get a, a good number of outfits in there. Packing smart in terms of, you know, one or two pairs of jeans and not bringing, you know, a whole bunch of shoes and a whole bunch of clothes that honestly, in most cases, you're really not going to wear. We just, we try to pack for every single scenario that potentially could happen, but If you travel quite often, you realize that in most cases, you're not wearing half of the clothes that you think you will. Um, And so it's really just a waste of space. And you have to think about that too. Well, depending on whether or not you check your bag, but you know, you have to lug that stuff. And sometimes when you get to these different hotels, the elevators are tiny. Maybe there is no elevator. So what if you have to carry that? stuff up a lot of stairs or up a couple of flights what if you have to move quickly right say you have to go somewhere quick get out of the hotel quick or 
or whatever the case is, move through the airport, you want to you wanna try to pack as light as you can. Still making sure that you're going to be comfortable, you're going to have fun when you get there, you're going to have the essentials and everything that you need, but you want to, you definitely want to think about that when you're packing. I would say some of the key things that I try to pack on any of my trips are, the essentials are a towel. I I always try to pack that, a towel and a washcloth. And what I even do or what I found is helpful for me, it's like I'll go to like Walmart or something and buy like the large pack of towels for like six bucks or something and sometimes it's like 20 in a pack or something and they're very thin there's not it's not anything that you necessarily want to have in your house but I just buy those occasionally and then I'll take those on trips with me and I'll throw them away after right and some people take like those uh loofah sponges with them I mean you can do that too if that's your thing but definitely bring a towel, definitely pack that, and washcloths. Washcloths are not something that you have in a lot of uh, countries when you go uh, international. It's just not, that's not a thing for them. So I know in America it is, but in other places it's definitely not. So I would say pack that. And then pack some type of first aid kit. Not so much in terms of like bandages and things like that, but you you know, you wanna have a couple of band-aids and things in there. But I would say make sure you have medicine like Benadryl and Tylenol and some antacids, I think, or some type of medicine for your stomach. I usually travel with oregano oil, lifesaver for like any type of food poisoning or anything like that that might happen, upset stomach for maybe something that you eat that you're not necessarily familiar with or doesn't sit well with your stomach. And, you know, those types of things so that you have it handy. I have a, like a little small, a little small bag that has like all of these medicines. Actually, I got it from work. And so I usually just keep that with me. It's like a little small first aid kit and it's definitely come in handy a couple of times. So I would say those are in terms of essentials, in terms of packing, and there's there's lots more, and I, and I definitely want to do another episode that's probably dedicated just to that, and we could talk a little bit more about packing, but I wanted to at least touch on a couple of key basic tips about traveling, things that you be, should be considering and thinking about before you Uh, go on your trip as you're preparing and getting ready for your trip just things to know and things to consider thank you again for tuning in i hope you enjoyed episode seven and i look forward to talking to you next week peace that's it for this week's episode of the red chuck chronicles podcast if you have feedback or questions on tonight's episode or anything travel related hit me up on instagram facebook and twitter at red chuck chronicles But before you go, make sure you click subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Nikki, wishing you adventure and beautiful sunsets as you travel the world. Thanks for listening. See you next Thursday. Same time, same place. Peace.